Welcome to What Do You Bring to the Table? This is your girl, Sylvia. She, her, and hers. What up? It's Tori. She, her, and hers. Back. And um, this is all we're going to say. Justice did not get served. Fuck Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> Fuck white supremacy. Fuck you if you think otherwise. That's all I, I got to say about that. Yeah. Well, I got to say is this is a, you, everybody witnessed the injustices of the system that we've been talking about where you have judges that make light of things that demonstrate their their racist views. And it was done in full, full glory of right on television. Wasn't a hot mic. Wasn't, you know, a moment secretly. Nobody was secretly recording anything live. This was for the whole and, fucking world to see. And that's how that judge conducts all of his hearings. Right, exactly. This is not a unique situation. Nope. This is this judge's attitudes, values, and beliefs for the last 30 years he's been Every on the bench. Every fucking case. Every yeah. fucking case. And so when we talk about why there is overrepresentation, that exactly. is why there's over representation exactly because that man has probably been sentencing people of color to prison so much time yeah over the course of his career meanwhile letting fucking white boys walk away yeah and girls probably yeah yeah yep. yeah so okay, yeah i want to say fuck that fucker fuck them all and as because remember, I sent you that text and I said, hey, I got a story that's going to, oh, you know, yes. knock okay. your socks off. Right. OK, it now, knock my socks off in the right direction. Th- this is not even related to the Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh, shit. Oh, right. Shit. This comes from The Washington Post oh, came out. Am I going to be mad? Oh, yeah. November oh, 17th. God. Man who sexually assaulted four teenagers gets no prison time. Incarceration isn't appropriate, Judge says. I had the same fucking story. Right. Same fucking story. Go ahead. Right. You go on with it. I had it right Uh, here. It was a New York 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 Times version. Man spared prison after guilty plea and sexual assault on four teens. Okay. Yes. Go. Go. Four teens. Um, he pled guilty to rape and sexual abuse for assaulting four teenagers during parties at his parents' home, will not face jail time after a judge Tuesday sentenced him to eight years probation. Uh, Niagara County Court Judge Matthew J. Murphy said he agonized over the case of 20-year-old Christopher Belter, who was accused of committing the crimes when he was 16 or 17. Belter pleaded guilty in 2019 to felony charges that included third-degree rape and attempted first-degree sexual uh, abuse, as well as two misdemeanor charges of second-degree abuse. Uh, Although Belter faced a maximum sentence of eight years in prison, Murphy concluded that time behind bars for the man would be, quote-unquote, inappropriate. The ruling shocked the courtroom. I'm not ashamed to say that I actually prayed over what is the appropriate sentence in this case because it was great pain. There was great harm. Huh. Who's pain? Yeah, I don't pain, understand. Who's, Who's pain are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, so he's saying he prayed over it because it was great pain. There was great harm. There were multiple crimes committed in the case. Murphy said, according to WKBW, it seems to me that a sentence that involves incarceration or partial incarceration isn't appropriate. 
So I am going to sentence you to probation. Belter of Lewiston, New York, will have to register as a sex offender as part of his sentence. Woohoo! Big deal, right? Yeah. Murphy told Belter in court that the probation sentence would be like a sword hanging over his head for the next eight years. The judge did not elaborate on why he did not impose prison time. Steve Cohen, a lawyer for one of the victims, denounced the judge's sentencing, saying to reporters Tuesday, justice was not done here. He told Washington Post on Wednesday that his client, who was joined by some other victims in the courtroom, were deeply disappointed in the sentencing. My client threw up in the ladies' room following the sentence. If Chris Belter was not a white defendant from a rich and influential family, in my experience, he would surely have been sentenced to prison. Barry in covert Belter's attorney declined to comment. At the sentencing hearing, the defense attorney said that Belter regretted what he did as a teen. Now, mind you, he's only 20, right? Yeah. Uh, remember, we've been in COVID lockdown for the last two years. Right. So this is where I suspect is all these cases hold up. We can't have a trial. We can't, you know, everything of the, the justice system slowing down. There's nothing here. It's not like this. These victims came out, you know, right. now and said something. They came out. Then COVID hit. Everything had to be put, right. pumping the brakes on everything. We yeah. can't have, you know, these court hearings, blue, blue, blue. He regrets it. Uh, yeah. I could see if it was like, you know, he's 30. He regrets getting caught for it. He it, regrets getting convicted of it. Yeah. So he doesn't and regret like, what he did. I'm like, potentially, I could see teen one victim. Yeah. Pushing two. Yeah. Three, now we're going, now we're looking at a predator. We're pattern of Four, we are now in serial. Yeah. We are now to serial rapist. Yeah. And how many other have been out there, there are out there. Didn't come out. Right. Because if this was a situation where it was a party house and he was on the, I think the article I read, he said he was on the rugby team. Clearly, it appears as to have a, some affluence. So yeah. I, th I guess this guy had affluenza as well. Yeah. Um, which is why they couldn't uh, sentence him. And these were four separate incidences. Right. So yeah. again, I said we have a serial rapist. Right. We don't have a one shot nothing. Right. We're talking about a serial. But again, this demonstrates to women, to victims, we aren't important enough. Yeah, exactly. We're not important enough for you to take us seriously, for you to, you know, for the extent of the law to say, absolutely not. You will not sexually assault or assault or my daughter, my wife, my whatever, because right. these are somebody's daughters soon to be somebody's mother, right? somebody's aunt, somebody's best friend, you know, and yet a serial rapist gets probation. Yeah, of course, because he is white. White and then and the rich. whole, the whole, I prayed about it. Yeah. I prayed about it. Great heart. I, I, I was, uh, you know, I'm like, I can't, uh, I just can't. And then yeah. the Kyle Rittenhouse thing. It's, it's I just too much. Can't. I'm sick. I'm sick of it. I, I I'm, just can't. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> this is just, I mean, and I was thinking about it today too, is um, the, the amount of people who just, one, didn't even know about the Rittenhouse, two, the ones that did that just went about their day like oh well you know because of the white privilege that they have yeah that, that, that this isn't something that even has to register in their brain about you know like it's it's an unexplainable it's just yeah and 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 i'm not even saying like some of the people are, are you quote, quote bad people right like yeah but i there's 
just a, you know, it doesn't weigh on them, I guess is what I'm saying. Right. Like, yeah, yes, they made it may feel like it was unjust or not agree with it, et cetera. But at the end of the day, they just, you know, get in their Volvo and fucking drive away, you know, like. I don't know why they're driving a Volvo. It feels like a white car to me. <laughs> feels like white people car. White, white people drive Volvos in my head. Um, so I don't know, you know, um, and that's not to say that there are people out there that are are white that aren't irritated and grieving. And but it, I think it just hits different. It just, yeah. hit, it just hits different. You well, know? I, you know, and my hope is that um, for those white people that understand what we've been saying for the last you 400 know, years, uh, we'll just say, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, that the system and longer for the, you know, indigenous uh, yeah. people of these lands. Yeah, so. that the system is not, again, it is designed to keep us incarcerated Mm-hmm. not rehabilitation not you know as they claim because, because the thing is like we're not saying that and i don't even know like even in this case that this is, seems like a ca- case that i don't know there's a lot of shit but we're not saying that people shouldn't be given the option of probation and not because incarceration costs a whole lot of fucking money yeah. And it doesn't provide any skills. And often people leave, you know, worse than they entered. And it's psychologically uh, damaging. Like, all, it's, mm-hmm. you know, we're not saying that, they sh- that someone shouldn't have the opportunity to have probation to prove themselves. We're just saying again and again and again is that disproportionately it's white people like this kid who get that privilege um, right I, and here's the thing is i would like to see a case where that happened with a person of color exactly exactly right we could we we could probably search and search and search and search and we would be hard pressed to find a case within you know even within the same year right like let's yeah. like and that's and the frustration prob- is that and, and i'm like and if there's probably one they would probably be a hundred Right. You exactly. Know. The disproportionality of yeah. brown and black men in this same circumstance are serving life in prison. Right. Maximum yeah. sentence. Right. Um, and this kid's getting eight years probation. Right. Yeah. And it'll be oh, yeah. eight years. That's a long time. Yeah. But he's going to be able to go about his day. Oh, but Tori's got to register as a sex offender. Yeah. And yeah. He's still going to have access because he had it again. I'm assuming based on I'm making assumption that he come because it was an elite private school. He comes from affluence, right? Oh, yeah. Again, yes, he has the barrier of having to register. Yes, he has the barrier of being on probation. Yes, he has that. But he has the economic privilege to not make it make a difference in his life because someone in his family or someone owns a business that will be able to hire him and he'll get paid. Right. Just like, well, uh, and just like the fucking uh, college people, right. The college right. ones, right. That who said they would do it again because it really wasn't a big hit on them. Right. Right. And Paying then it- this, this article doesn't say d- is, does he get the option of relief from registration? You know? Right. Exactly. You know, just there is to register. Right. Yeah, and, but he could and potentially apply for that, right? Later on down the line, yeah, exactly. he could potentially apply for that. Yeah. And it's like, how, how are we going to know if this serial rapist isn't out there raping more girls or ladies? Well, exactly, yeah. Because yeah. we know a lot of that is not reported. Right, yeah. Um, so what other, what 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 is he going to get while he's out here? Yeah. And I, I just want to read this part for the New York Times because this is this is this is what 
the these survivors are going to have to live with right and so yeah. St- uh, Stephen Cohen a lawyer for MM which is one of the survivors said late Wednesday uh MM was deeply disappointed dis- deeply disappointed my client threw up in the mm-hmm. ladies room following the sentencing yeah if Chris Belter was not a white defendant from a rich influential family he would surely have been sentenced to prison yep and that's true yeah yeah um, yep. Yep. You and know, that's oh, in his, his experience. His, his uh, um, mother, his mother is a senior partner at Goldberg Sagala, a large law firm. Um, and some partners earn up to a million dollars a year. Uh, he, mm. Mr. Belter's mother and current husband Gary Sulu, um, are named as the defendants in lawsuit. Oh, so they're suing civilly. Yeah. Well, so again, he might be on probation. He might have to maintain registration as a sex offender, but he's got the economic privilege to not ever have that barrier of not being able to find a job. Right. Or find a place to live. Right. Exactly. He's he's always going to be housed. He's always going to have money. He's always going to have his basic needs met. Right. And that's the thing is when when you have a registered sex offender and they're looking for housing. You have to check the box to say, yeah. hey, I'm a registered sex offender, right? Yeah. But if your parents buy a place exactly. for you, you don't, don't have to say nothing. You don't have to say shit. You're not, you're not putting anything on an application to exactly. say, hey, I live right. here, you know. And I don't know if this uh, place where he's living, if they have to notify neighbors, hey, you got a sexual offender living. I, I, you know, I don't know how serious they take, you know, you know, and I, I, I do struggle with that whole thing of, um, you know, for for because they have to live somewhere. Right. Right. Yeah. So ha- people but are my problem housing is, should be a right. Right. And my problem is we have somebody who is a serial rapist mm-hmm. that I don't know if they are being treated. I don't know if it's just supervision. I don't know anything Yeah. other than four different girls four different incidences that's a serial rapist to me yeah yeah i mean well and it does say that there was there's a history so in this article it talked about um let's see the the house uh they described the house the um the house this was a house of sexual assault mr seaman said uh, of mr i know poor oh god (laughs) really bad to be on this case with that last name I mean, you know, (laughs) Mr. Seaman, huh? Mr. Seaman is, uh, said, said, uh, of Mr. Belter's home, the scene of horrible acts committed by Christopher Belter against the victims. And as such, the consequences for his actions should have been prison. The attack. We don't even know like what it was. What did, did you read the article that said what, you know, what, what happened? Um, this just Hit says count? that the the attacks um, on Eminem and the other girls, um, two 16-year-olds and one 15-year-old occurred in the house over an 18-month period um, starting in February 2017. Um, the house, which news reports describe as being a wealthy section of Lewiston, New York. Um, so we don't even know if it was a violent attack whether uh, it was, was coercion whether it was, was you know about that cornering um this said uh hold on i just saw it um here we go uh the girl was 16 uh when he raped her according to court documents uh the he was a teenager too a student in an elite private school blah 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 uh new york home was known as a party house where teens gathered to consume liquor marijuana and adderall it was 2018 and the girl identified in the court um as eminem uh was at mr belter's house to spend the night with his sister before going to chicago the next day he asked her into his room and then threw her on the bed pulled off her clothes and told her to stop being such a baby according to court court documents at a hearing this summer she described focusing her attention on the leaves of a plant in the room as the attack continued okay yeah yeah no yeah again i it wasn't one of those things where they're making out where it's a misunderstanding of any sorts 
this is this was an this was an attack. attack. This was an attack. Yeah. 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 And so if he did it to her, you could only imagine that he must have what did it he's to the done rest over of there. Them, you and know, this was the other one. His sister's friend. And it looks like it sounds like the parents were fast and loose, too. So uh, um, when Mr. Belter was arrested, the authorities also charged his mother, Trisha, with supplying alcohol and marijuana to teenagers at parties at the house on various occasions. Mr. Oh Sulo, a friend, Jessica Long, were charged with serving minors alcohol. All have pled guilty, pled not guilty in our waiting trial. Mr. Sulu is the chief executive of track. Tromac LLC, a privately held company that supplies parts for heavy duty trucks, according to um, reports, uh, annual sales of 110 million. After initially being accused of more serious crimes in the four attacks, the young Mr. Belter, they have the same uh, name. First, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, resolved the charges by agreeing in two, 2019 to plead guilty to third degree rape, attempted a sexual assault, and two misdemeanor court filings. A different judge gave Mr. Belter, who was 16 and 17 at the time of his crimes, an interim sentence of two years probation. The sentence offered him the chance, if he met the terms, of being treated as a youthful offender when his final sentence was decided. Uh, reducing or eliminating any potential prison time, allowing him to avoid registering as a sex offender. In explaining the sentence at the time, according to court records, the judge expressed doubts about whether Mr. Belter could abide by his conditions. Her skepticism turned out to be warranted. So this is a sentence from a uh, uh, earlier fucking. So he's just getting sentenced on this because he did a did a what do they call that? Um, like all disposition. Oh, and she said she doubted he would be uh, abide by his conditions. Her skepticism turned out to be warranted. Among other things, the interim sentence prohibited Mr. Belter from viewing pornography, something he subsequently acknowledged doing anyway by installing software on his personal computer to flout the restriction court records show. Mr. Belter, so you a give probation a kid- officer. Hold on. Told a probation officer that he had been watching porn since he was seven as a way and it was uh, a coping mechanism. Judge Murphy wrote in October ruling ruling denying him youthful offender status. He also noted the ruling that Mr. Beltler had recently been treated with medication to lessen his libido. Libido. Judge Murphy explicitly cited Mr. Belter's violations um, of the pornography ban in his decision, which made the sentence handed down to especially galling to Mr. Cohen. Oh my so God. You literally say in your fucking ruling that this kid violated, but you're going to give him probation anyway. Right. Well, I'll tell you, somebody made a donation to that judge's uh, reelection campaign. And the goal to say I prayed over Didn't this. have shit to do with God. It had the shit to goal. do. Yeah. The goal. Here oh. I'm thinking, hey, they're waiting around. No, he was under supervision. Yeah. He had to do some things. Yeah. He violated all of that. And at the end of the day, you still say it's not appropriate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, my I, God. I don't. Yeah. I, you know, and then and and then people want to talk about uh, Afghan women and, right? you know, they're not being treated yeah, right. Exactly. They're getting raped and, yeah. and stoned and, yeah. you know. You know, these young marriages. Right. Men are allowed to just rape women and get away with it. Yeah, well, guess what happens here too, homies. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. Well, um, I got a story that's just as fucking annoying, so we might as well just keep going down this train. This is is the annoying episode. This is the annoying annoying episode. episode. Uh, Continue at your own risk. Right. Um. So this is a, I just got this for Fox 12, our local um, affiliate. Um, Vancouver woman denied restraining order before her husband killed her. Oh my God. Did you see what was that one NFL, uh, ex-NFL player? Did you see that video? Uh, Damn. I can't remember what the name is. Actual video footage of him slamming his girlfriend against the TV, TV toppling over, actually gave her two punches in the face. What? 
picking her up, throwing her on the ground against the TV, all in front of their crying five-month-old baby. Are you shitting me? It was caught on their home camera. Shit. Yeah, this is no, the seriousness of not. domestic violence. Holy like shit. literally, I was like, he could either have harmed the baby because the baby was laying on the couch at the time as he's throwing his, you know, and he's what like, the... oh, yeah, he's like, look, look, you need to look it up. Easy, find out. Uh, he's I like an easy, easy two almost 300 pound big tall guy and she looks like she might be 130 pounds and so he's you know, just throwing her around oh he's like throwing her doll. like it's a rag doll and then he kind of goes above her like he's he like oh you think this is and then oh does two punches while she's on the floor saying no i you know trying to disarm him from whatever what hell he's fuck? all enraged about you know because she's like She's not screaming. She's not crying. She's, you know, she's just like trying to tell him, no, that's not like in almost yeah. in a regular tone. Like she's. So there's I, I audio was, on the video too. Yes. Yes. Oh shit. We got to find that. Let's talk yeah, about this. And then yeah. I want to find that one. I want to find that too. So yeah. um, this came out, let's see, uh, November 9th. So beginning of the month, but whatevs. Um, a Vancouver woman who was stabbed to death by her estranged husband Sunday was denied a permanent restraining order against him last year, according to court documents. Monica Murray, 45, was stabbed multiple times Sunday morning at her oh home on um, 2400 block of F Street while her eight year old son was inside. She was mm. taken to hospital where she later died. Police said that they found her husband, estranged husband, 45, Michael Murray, outside with a knife in his hand. According to police reports, Michael initially told investigators that he'd stabbed someone named Starbeast in f f to fulfill a prophecy, but he later said that he and his wife were going through a divorce and he killed her in cold blood. He has been charged mm. with first degree murder and is being held on $2 million bond. According to court documents, police re responded to a multiple domestic violence calls at Monica Murray's address before she was murdered. In July 2020, Monica was granted a temporary restraining order against Michael, but the permanent restraining order was denied a month later. Karen S. Scheinberg, the Clark County Court Commissioner who denied the restraining order, cited a lack of evidence of domestic violence. A lack of fucking oh, evidence? Oh my God. God. A lack of fucking evidence. Ugh. Um, multiple calls for domestic violence. You you need what more fucking evidence do you need? Oh God. Um, I am in fear of for my life and in imminent danger of my husband. Monica wrote on the petition. I've been pushed, shoved, thrown down, choked, hit in the breast, and he's kicked. He's Ugh. licked my face. Ugh. Monica said her husband's painkiller addiction and substance abuse issues made him extremely unpredictable and caused him to rage at her. She also said Michael closed their bank accounts when she tried to flee to California. I am controlled and bullied, she said. And that's it. And Ugh. there's a GoFundMe for funeral expenses. <laughs> no um. evidence? I'm sorry, Karen. I, well, I guess you have evidence now. What more yeah. evidence did you need? Oh, a dead body? Yeah, nothing yeah. to fucking do about it now, Karen. Yeah, a murder weapon? Yeah. Yeah, so his name, the it, um, he's a, I think it was a running back. Is that what I, ex, and a former, yeah, running back, NFL running back, Zach Stacy, arrested in Florida after video shows him beating ex-girlfriend it's on youtube if you go to youtube it's on there yeah it's yeah it's i mean it is like shocking wow just shocking wow. to see and i could imagine like when you were reading the story of what that lady was you know experienced being punched um choked that yeah. kind of stuff right I, I could see that right because of this video, like right, the sure. power of this big man, right? Exactly, football player, yeah, tossing his lady like a doll across, you know, in front of their five-month-old kid. Oh my kid. god! And then he goes as he's leaving. He tells the oh, kid, but he I shoved love the, you." He shoved the fucking bait, the bouncy thing the kid was in. Yeah, 
Oh, he, he picked her up. He picked up the wife or girlfriend and slammed her on the bouncy. Oh, there's not a kid in it. Okay. No, yeah. No. Yeah. The kid oh is on the couch. God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking disturbing as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I will say and this. I, he wasn't much, he I don't think he was very successful in the NFL because I didn't even fucking recognize him. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I think why he played he's for a, the Jets, maybe, or I don't know. Well, yeah, it looks like I don't the Rams. know why he's an ex NFL running back. Probably not good but, enough. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and you know, if you look at oh, what was it? One of these things they were talking about the car that he was driving. It was like, I want to say a Ford Fiesta, but it's not. It was a afford something but it was like okay dude you clearly yeah he's not uh, either wash through your money uh but you driving that kind of car means you broke you upset yeah and you're angry let's see clearly he said angry. he was drafted by the rams in the fifth round of 2013 played college football vanderbilt um let's see how long did he play in the nfl um so like he played career history so till 2000 two years it looks like two years in the nfl yeah so he played with the rams and the jet and then he looks like he played some like uh canadian league so he probably got and cut. yeah he got cut yeah of course he wasn't yeah and then it looks like yeah one of those kind of like semi-pro leagues yeah Memphis. yeah so he obviously wasn't very good so he probably no. got some you know sign on bonus and then went buck wild with it and lost all his money and Oh God! And now in prison. Oh man! Because there ain't I gonna be you. no allegedness with that warrant. Yeah, that how video. are you gonna how are you gonna defend yourself from that shit? <laughs> yeah. All right. The only well, thing you can hope for at this point is a plea agreement of some right. sort. And here's the thing, too. Going back to the Vancouver one, like if there was a temporary restraining order, I mean. What evidence, what more? Do Why you not just need? continue it until like they're like, you know, what, what, what would be the harm? Right. Like, yeah. What, why not err on the side of caution, especially if the fucking uh, statement says I've been pushed, shoved, thrown down, choked, hit in the breast and he's licked my face, which is kind of weird. Like, yeah, maybe it's supposed to have been kicked his kicked my face. I don't think it's supposed to be licked. I don't think that that's yeah, it's probably a typo. Um, like, why wouldn't you just err on the side of caution? Who, who is this fucking court commissioner that said no? Yeah, you know, like, and now they're look them up, right? And then now, now what? Now, now what? Yeah, now she's fucking dead. Dead. Oh, this lady couldn't even find justice. Yeah, through the court system, trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Ugh. What hope do women have when it comes to sexual assault, physical assault? Right, exactly. I mean, it's almost like, you know, this voter, the the voter suppression, but it's, you know, women, women, you know, the the right to safety, the right to their own bodily is like blocked right. at every possible you know, oh, we found a loophole to not give you autonomy. Right. Oh, we found a loophole to not give you safety and security, you know? Yeah. Not uh. even if you're married, your man can still rape you. Just, you know, yep. give you some drugs. Oh, I found this website. Well, <laughs> it's some website called The Robing Room, and apparently you can rate uh, judges. <laughs> oh. Did you and... put his name in there? Uh, it's a female. She's a female. Oh. The judge is a female, which is even fucking. Yeah. Like um, somebody wrote Monica one star. Monica Murray is dead now. What is your explanation? How how about you get sentenced to sleeping next to someone who has a large knife under the pillow? Kind of like Dennis White in Boston with a gun. Shame on you. Um, wow. Yeah. It was a lady that denied. Yeah. A lady judge. Yeah. Yep. Oh my god. Yep. Yep. Uh, I better not hear. 
put a comment. My ex showed up to the hearing for a restraining order I brought for my protection. He was absolutely belligerently drunk and she called him on it, told him she knew he was heavily intoxicated and threatened to have him arrested. Then she allowed him to rage and ramble in a full uh, room full of DV victims after she admitted he was drunk and did nothing. That was 2017. And he still has warrants for breaking the order over and over. He has still never gone to jail. Get it together, wow. Clark County. Wow. This could be a woman potentially, I don't know, potentially suffered DV herself. Or you she know, just or witnessed those... it within her home and is like, oh, well, you know, it right? must not be that it's, bad. It's or, the norm. That's lady, what... you need to leave or I don't know. You need to step yeah. down. Step off. Wow. All right. Oh. Uh, how about like another story of fucking annoyance? If you have one. Okay. I do have one. <laughs> uh, this one I meant to bring the last time we were in the, because this is an annoyance. Okay. Woman claims strawberry pop tarts don't have enough strawberries, sues for $5 million. If I would have known that I can sue- This whole time? I would have been sued a long time ago. This whole time, I could have been, we could have been suing. My Powerball right there in Pop-Tarts. God damn, she must be white. There's only (laughs) white people thinking this shit. In the case of blueberry Pop-Tarts, Kellogg notes on package that the product is naturally and artificially flavored. Kellogg is being hit with a multi-million dollar lawsuit alleging its whole grain frosted strawberry Pop-Tarts are deceiving consumers, failing to warn that failing to warn them that strawberries are not its only fruit filling ingredient. Uh, I don't know if I've Bet ever been you fooled. buying pop tarts. <laughs> in what fucking world do you live you in that you think pop tarts have, have real strawberries? Any kind of real anything in them, <laughs> other than real sugar or real uh, real food coloring? Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, but we're being deceived. I'm like, I, I'm not deceived. I know there ain't nothing I want in this it. to become a class action suit and I want my $90 check from Pop-Tarts. <laughs> yeah, we could divvy up that $5 million she's right? asking for. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. I think she thinks she's doing something for all of us. And I'm like, you ain't doing nothing for me. I just wish I would have thought about it. And I wish I could have found an attorney that would have been like, Yes, yes, let's do this. Let's do this. We're gonna get five minutes. How come I can't find those attorneys? We're we're selling big toaster pastry. (laughs) This is like what's that? The Sydney Powell for you know, for for me to take on a a frivolous, you know, lawsuit. Okay, well, now we're gonna start thinking what what can I, yeah, can we sue? Right. Can we uh, sue Doritos for not giving us a full bag of uh, chips? Uh, potato chips? Yet? Yeah. <laughs> I, I would like that. Don't be giving me a big old bag with three at, at the full bottom and nothing but air pops. Full of air. Right. Yeah. And don't tell me I have to read the, you know, the weight because yeah. I'm looking at the package and right. it looks like it should have a hell of a... On yeah. TV shows this big old bag full Big of, old bag and they're yeah. reaching just, you can right. still see They're right fingers. at the top. Yeah. And they're grabbing chips yeah. and you're still seeing their fingertips. I think we've got so, our losses. Yeah, that's deceptive. Let's go after big chips. <laughs> yeah, that is extremely deceptive. Oh, you know? man. And then let's go for uh, Burger King. And, uh, you know, when they're giving you the big old ass uh, burgers, like right? where you're the, like, the whoa, my whole hands can't go around that. And then yeah. when you get there, it's like, what? I can hold it with one hand. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Deceptive. That's deceptive. All right. Wow. Well, um, I'm going to move away from annoyance and just be like, um, thank God I don't live there. Oh, okay. Um, unprecedented. This comes from um, the website. Uh, I fucking love science or IFL science. It's yeah. Pretty, you know, you've seen it. You've seen it yeah. in your news, your news feed. Um, unprecedented Egyptian storm unleashed scorpion attack killing three and injuring hundreds. 
What? Yeah. Ooh. What? The, the city of Aswan in southern Egypt has experienced heavy rains and flooding in the last few days. This already concerning event, unprecedented for the city that receives an average of 10 millimeters, 0.4 inches of rain per year, had other serious and a few causes fa- cases fa- fatal consequences. Scorpions. Oh, my God. Do they show a picture? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, the, the floods disturbed the nests of scorpions in the region, many of which found refuge in higher ground, including people's homes. Oh. It has been reported by Egyptian media that at least 453 people have been stung by the animals and three of them, unfortunately, dying from the venom. Oh, my God. Um, the region is home to the Andro- Androtonus Crassidiquauta known as the Arabian flat-tailed scorpion, whose venom is deadly, is a deadly collection of neurotoxins, cardiotoxins, and possible myotoxins. On are they top- tiny? Because those tiny ones you can't really see. Or are um, they like the big black ones, like, you know, that you're just like, ah, there it is. I mean, see. Uh, well, there's a, the there's, a, let me see. there's a video on Twitter. Hold on. Okay. This looks to be just a storm video. Oh, Okay. Nothing I mean, that's with a bad one- storm, though. Holy shit. Um, let's see. Let me see. I mean, well, this there's a picture, but I don't know if this is like a no, a, a yellow flat tailed scorpion. Yeah. So it's not a tiny one. I mean, th- but it's not like a big one that you'd be it's like, not like those black. Ones. They're, they're like yellowish color. Um, Ugh. Yeah, so on top of the intense pain, redness, and swelling of the sting, the fast-acting poison leads to heart malfunction, internal bleeding, visual disturbance, and respiratory problems. Without treatment, adult can die in just an hour. Doctors have moved from COVID vaccine units to respond to singular emergency. Um, Anti-venom is available in hospitals and medical units, um, and extra doses have been dispatched um, to villages and mountains. Oh, my God. God, could you imagine? <sighs> oh, no, yeah, I could. I, the, uh, yeah, they don't look to be very big, but like you said, oh, did you look up a picture? Yeah, yeah, um, but there's nothing of, of these images, there's nothing to give it like the, scale, so you would yeah. know, like, how, like, how big comparison, yeah. Oh, yeah. wait a minute. Oh, there's Arabian fat-tailed scorpion. What were they called again? Compared what to did I cricket, say? yellow, um, t- uh, yellow fat tail. The Arabian fat-tailed scorpion. Oh, flat. It should be flat, right? Is it fat or fat? I think it said fat. Fat tail. Fat. Fat tail. Oh, yeah. fat tailed. Okay. Arabian fat-tailed scorpion. Ooh, it is one of those big black ones. Is it? Oh. <laughs> Like the one that got uh, let loose in the airplane. What? I didn't hear about that. Remember? Well, that's the one. Remember we did the way longer. I want to say season one did we? where somebody. Yeah. Somebody saw one of them black scorpions and got oh. they never found it on the airplane. Oh, I didn't. Oh, God. I don't even remember that. Oh, yeah. I remember that because then that's when we were talking about that. What's that one movie? The snakes movie. Oh, snakes in a plane. Yeah. Yeah. You made the comment about snakes in a plane. So Yeah. It's like a dark, um, almost black, but it looks like dark, dark brown. Like um, an amberish sheet. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Oy, that's, oh my God. What would you do? Like, uh, well, oh, did I you mean, say that you in Mexico, I was just going to say. <laughs> Well, yeah, when I lived in Mexico, they were they would come into the house all the time after it rained. And you had to check your shoes. You had to shake your shoes out. One time I was turning my sock inside out um, and it had gotten my sock. And I when I pulled my sock from, you know, right side out. Yeah, I felt something on my hand like, you know, like Ooh. a little like a little. And I looked yeah. down and I flicked my hand real quick. It was a fucking tiny Scorpio. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then my. um. At the time, my, the guy that I was seeing, my first husband, my starter marriage, um, uh, your practice, your practice, practice marriage, marriage uh, 
so we lived uh, with his brother and I came back from classes one day and he said, oh, you, you know, I need to show you something. And so he had been in our room cleaning up, sweeping and stuff. And he like hit the, the bed spread, right? He yeah. moved it and saw something there. And it was a fucking scorpion the size of, I would say almost the size of my iPhone 11, which is not the max one, but the. Okay. You know, how, so how do you go to sleep in that? You, you just like. So he found it, he killed it, and it was a mother with fucking eggs in it. Oh my. So that yeah. bitch was looking to fucking lay some lay fucking eggs. eggs and find a nest. Play alien on your guys' ass. It was a stressful, um, because it's just a period of time, right? When the rainy season comes in, because they're yeah. all, you know, like this, right? Yeah, like they um, said, disturbed and right. trying to find so, higher ground. Um, other than that, like, you know, most of the time we wouldn't, but that, that short period of time, Ugh. it's stressful. As fuck, like the man. cicadas coming out. Yeah. But these <sighs> are goddamn things that can fucking sting you. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So, and what's their natural predator? Like to keep like a bugs. lizard sure or bugs. probably bugs and um, other small, maybe rodents probably. Um, oh. You know, uh, I don't know how much. What? What? They I mean, eat. what do you? What do you weigh? And like, oh, here we go. What do they eat? Scorpions? No, not what hunt? do they eat. What eats them? Oh, what like, eats them? Yeah, they're a natural snakes. predator. Probably snakes, I would think. So you would need to have snakes around in order, <laughs> in order oh, to keep yeah, yourself yeah, safe. Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, please. Yeah, please both. Oh, oh. God. yeah. So there's uh, a, there's a an um annoying. Annoying, but not annoying to us. You know? Wow. Yeah. What yeah. else you got? Uh, let's see. Um, I do have yeah, nothing, you know, as we, you know, nothing as exciting as what we did. But uh, here in Oregon, analysis finds property owners in Portland's most diverse gentrifying areas hardest hit by code violation fines so we got all the karens coming into our neighborhoods and reporting us for busted down vehicles you know uh, of course they the, are yeah of and, course and, they and are. then now we get in fine and right, then they're gonna start coming out. after our property because exactly, right? you know we exactly. owe so many fines yep. and now there's liens yep and, yeah yep oh, yeah so it's the new gentrification process yeah on how to shoot people out of out of the neighborhoods that they grew up fucking in hell yeah oh yeah classic. fucking yeah. classic yeah i didn't uh, even want to read the whole article that could have been just a, uh, yeah that's like a rapid know. fire oh yeah yeah that's like a Let, rapid you fire. know to where you're just talking about you know again when we talk about these uh um What's the word I'm looking for? Um, Institutional racism. Yes, <laughs> that. But it was another word. But yes, the same yeah. thing. Like the this institutional is, this racism. Is what institutional racism looks like. Exactly. Is this exactly. is exactly what we're talking about? We're finding people going after people in ways to uh, make it impossible for them to, to steal live their where property, they, where they continue to live, where they can live their living mm -hmm. in order to get their property at a lower value and then fucking jack up the prices, flip and it and push them out, you push make them your out. millions, yep. turn yeah, it into an Airbnb and then mm -hmm. put some charming ad on Airbnb about how yep. up and coming neighborhood in Southeast mm -hmm. Portland with, uh, got local houses with walking and, distance yeah. And, Da, da, yeah. da. And if you're there on a weekend, there's a cute farmer's market. Da, da, da. Yeah, exactly. Safe uh, neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <sighs> well, I got one more that was okay. uh, that's kind of interesting because I, I actually went to the show that. Oh, whoa. Calm down, Ad. What are you doing? Jesus. Don't accidentally hit play on a video the <laughs> fucking uh easy listening um okay so this is from again fox 12 company apologies apologizes over live autopsy performed in portland sparks backlash 
a live autopsy? Live autopsy. So why would that? Well, let me tell you why. Okay. Uh, Details of a live autopsy performed in downtown Portland Hotel were sending shockwaves to the community and across the country. Wait a minute. In a downtown hotel, they were doing an autopsy? Wait Not for it. at the morgue. Wait for it. Wait okay. for it. Okay. According to the events organizer, a company called Death Science, the autopsy was billed as a cadaver lab class, which was held okay. at the Portland Marriott downtown waterfront on October 17th. Tickets okay. were available for the public between $100 and $500, and attendees were able to observe an anatomical dissection of a human cadaver, both virtually and in person. Death Science paid more than $10,000 for the cadaver. Okay. We were shocked and pretty appalled that something like this was going to take place, said Kimberly Kimberly DeLeo, chief medical medical legal investigator for Multnomah County. DeLeo said she reached out to the Marriott Hotel that was initially planning to host the event and convinced them to cancel it, but the vendor then moved the event to another location. Our hotel team was grossly misled by the client about the nature of the event. We understood the public's concerns and the activities transpired, and we're reviewing the process for vetting medical event inquiries in the light of this situation. Meanwhile, the widow of the man whose body was used in the autopsy is struggling to make sense of the situation. The 92-year-old Louisiana man died of complications from COVID-19. His wife, Elsie Saunders, told the advocate of Baton Rouge, I have all the paperwork that says the body would be used for science. Nothing Mm -hmm. about a commercialization of his death. Mm -hmm. I reached out to her to make sure that she was okay, and she is 92 years old old and lives alone i was concerned for her and she's completely devastated feels completely somehow responsible it's a tragedy said DeLeo. optine nasari manager of med eds labs in las vegas nevada said his company supplied the cadaver to death science but was misled on how it would be used we are extremely mm-hmm. sorry that the donor's body was used in a manner that was not our intention at all. Death Science disputes Nasseri's claims and said that the Med Labs was aware of the event for months. Mm-hmm. My goal mm-hmm. was to create an educational experience for individuals who have an interest in learning more about human anatomy. Death Science Communication Manager Jeremy Celeb. Siliberto said in his prepared statement, we understand the event caused undue stress for the family and we apologize for that. Death Science will no longer be working with MedEd Labs and we will be taking additional steps in the future when working with medical partners of any future courses. In initial um, to the investigation, the police bureau has found no violation of crime. The mm -hmm. detectives conclude there were many violations of civil law. Uh, we did a, a episode, one of our earlier episodes, again, a season one. Right, I remember with that. Yeah. That same thing. Yeah. Where this company buying up I wonder cadavers, if it was the same company. I don't know. But had this widow been listening to our podcast, she would have known. <laughs> Whoa, they did a story on this. Let right. me double check because right. it was the same thing. Families didn't know. They thought they were going to be used for you know, research yeah. and science yeah. and then people just buying up dead bodies uh, for their own right. usages. Calling it science when it's really just a, a paid yeah. event for them to make money. Um, yeah. I think I read another report too about how they were saying that um, it, it was it might have been illegal because the person doing the autopsy was not a certified like uh, medical. medical examiner or whatever. Yeah. Um, and the, in the state of Oregon, the law is, you know, that you have to have, you have to be a medical examiner to do an autopsy. But yeah. the other, the other story I was, when I read about this was, um, you know, the fact that this guy had died of COVID that this, this wasn't like a, an you know, like a, like a let's theater like, operating rating uh, room, you know, where you're, you're yeah. in a theater seating. So you're looking down on it. You're watching it. They're showing you, you know, this is the yeah. decision. You know, sometimes they'll have a screen that's, you know, yeah. above the body. So then you could just look for, the for teaching purposes, right, right. That this was like a fucking hotel convention room with the fucking cadaver. Right. And people were like up close looking at it and touching. Oh my. And they just had like basic, you know, like fucking, gloves gloves on yeah not you know like what you would do for food service 
shut up not those little plasticky yeah rip on the side you no know, i think like the um the, like latex but you know the, yeah. they weren't medical grade autopsy like when you're doing that was the thing they're saying when you do an upset that's you have to wear these so basically like, this was like a carnival and, style so you know. here's the deal it was attached and was advertised so uh the portland oddity show that they have a year and we, we yeah. went to it it was advertised as something that you could go watch and i saw the like little advertisement for it and i was like it, but it was like at 10 in the morning or something where yeah i was like oh i, I didn't even know how much it was i would just do it was at a time because i thought it was gonna be i thought it would be exactly like you know like you're watching you're not like right next to it right you know seeing them do the carving um let alone that it was like 500 to 100 to 100 and maybe let's just say that they allowed that but i would be expecting it to be medical students like you're doing it for some purpose for research of some sort not just to be carving up somebody's body and showing a a this or a that for you know for for cash yeah exactly right like it doesn't um I mean, it may have very uh, well been an actual like the autopsy procedure, which I mean, I would I honestly think that would be fascinating to watch an autopsy, but I could, you know, Google it and probably watch it. You but know? you tell the person, um, you tell the person the, the nature of the misleading of all of it. I think that's yeah. up, right. And right. I think, you know, and I'm like, I, I agree, like you giving people the option like, hey, this would be kind of interesting. But again, it's. Did that person who's laying there is that was that the purpose of why they donated their body? Right. Or because that's what happened in our first article. Right. The families did not know that they were going to be used misusing right. the body. And that's what they happened. Didn't in know this one. that once I give it up, you yeah. get to do whatever. Mm-hmm. You tell me it's for science, which you can say because yes, you sell some to you know medical schools. Right. But the other ones that you're getting, you know, you're giving them to people like this. Basically, you're chopping up the body and selling the parts to the highest bidder. Right. And some may be, like you said, some may be uh, medical uh, schools that that need those things. And some might be just some people like oddities, you know. So unless you unless you know that, you know that that's the possibility. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, it's fucked up. And I don't think you should be selling somebody's body just to anybody that just wants to you know it should be sold you, to you, you don't think people specific... should be able to buy brains in a jar no really no oh. hmm. not unless that was told to the people that were donating their brains like hey right yeah no okay yeah, yeah 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 we're it, gonna be it, selling it, it right. to joe schmo whoever whoever right. it is right. and then that like, way you can say well, I want well, I my family to, to have a piece yeah. of the, the cash. Right. Yeah. Okay. Like you don't just get to buy my brain for a hundred dollars and then you yeah. sell it to somebody else for a hundred thousand. Maybe my we could start doing that. Can we, can we, can we, I do that? Can I start, be like, start the biz? Hey, um, like start a business of, you want to sell your body after, you know, after it's dead and we'll yeah. cut a price out. Your family will get right. a certain percentage. Yeah. But know that in Joe Schmo week and, some Buy dude might have your jar. eyeballs eyeballs in a glass yeah <laughs> that wants to show it off i mean eyeballs I in a glass I, you know if we start that business i'm not taking inventory <laughs> i don't want to be in charge of inventory <laughs> can you imagine going through your warehouse at night oh uh, uh, yeah no yeah. I, that ain't me that oh, ain't me oh my god oh um, yeah yeah so Wow. The strange things people will do. Yep. The strange things people will do. Um, and did yeah. you hear about this? Uh, this is a funny one. This is good. This is, uh, this is, this is, uh, did you hear about this lady who uh, f- fall that fell down a mountain? Not bad. Like she's okay. Right. Yeah. Um, but she basically slid down the side of this mountain and she wrote a hilarious review for leggings, giving them five stars. Did you see that? Uh uh-uh. oh my god it's fucking hilarious so there's like she posted pictures of herself and she's obviously yeah. so she, um i think she had uh yeah so uh she posted f- pictures of herself on a rocky slope saying there was not even a hole in the pants after the accident her photographic testimony spurred over eighteen thousand shoppers to mark uh her review as helpful um 
she wrote, can I just say that I will be reordering them in every color? Here is me rolling and sliding down a mountain because I was too scared to get up. My leggings did not rip, not even a little bit. And I got stuck on rocks and trees. Wow. <laughs> What's leggings it's giving hilarious. her? It's hilarious. I don't know what company it was. Oh, it was um, Ray Pose Exercise Leggings cost $13.99. Wow. And she so she literally posted herself like flat on the rock, like you know oh. how like you would if you were trying yeah. to get up something, yeah. but you can't. So you're like, well, I'm just gonna yeah. slide down. Right. I'm not gonna fall. Right. Slide <sighs> oh my <laughs> gosh. That's hilarious. So if you're looking for a inexpensive pair of leggings, uh try what? A what? What? exercise wait, leggings. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Because I was reading another article that talks about the amount of clothing that is disposed of that they have nowhere to go. Oh, yeah. The fashion industry is like one of the worst environments. And then if you're buying these, you know, these leggings that don't even get ripped up, imagine they're not going to. There you go. You're doing you're doing you're doing um, but they'll last you more harm to the community. But they're but they'll last you longer. Well, but you know we're consumer industry. If I don't like them, you know, after a while, I'm gonna, I need some new ones. Well, these you get know? these get uh, four point uh, five stars on uh, Amazon over mm-hmm. two thousand ratings. I mean, do you have still uh, pants that you're wearing from three years I ago? I have we'll t-shirts say? that I'm still wearing from when I played football. I have t-shirts like t-shirts that you've cut under that you've cut that you've cut readjusted did x y and z right so why don't why haven't you got rid of them because you like them because they still work they don't for what you want them right yeah they're still able to be used they why would i get anything new maybe you're a consumer and you need to watch i am a consumer i am a consumer so i'm also recycler leggings if I get those, they might be so awesome. You're not going to want to replace them. Well, and here's the thing with leggings. Okay. Um, if they are not made from breathable fabrics, uh, which, you know, depending on what the make of these ones are like those polyester ones, well, are these not are breathable. sweat wicking fabric, quick dry um oh so those are the static mesh panel and breathable fabric fashion design with good comfort can hide hide your muscle and makes the high waist leggings more breathable and more fashionable the Mm. mesh compression leggings enjoy strong texture contrast and make you be make you be a focus during a yo on your yoga pants well guess what i might end up buying those because that sounds like they are compressing everything together and there ain't nothing jiggling around it says the price varies from 13.99 to 29.99 so i'm sure like yeah the larger the ones you gotta pay more for (laughs) exactly damn it yeah they They require more fabric they actually look like they're really comfortable too and they Uh, got that um they got that, that the way they're constructed, that seam to make them more compression, you know, that's what I'm saying. Well, I don't know. I might have to say yes, because you might that's have what you to, want in leggings. You want them yes to like to the rape. It's almost like wearing a girdle, but a comfy girdle. These have tummy control, high waist yeah. sports, and they yeah. have the fitness pockets on the side. I love those oh. pockets on the side. Yeah, so do oh, I. So I like, that. yeah, put your keys in right? there. Put your slide your yourself phone right in there. Boom. These yeah. are pretty cool, actually. Oh, well, I mean, they got an excellent review. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and I'll just say this woman that this occurred, you know, that happened to, she's not your tiny little woman. So, oh, this is okay. A, this is a uh, full figured woman that gave this review. Oh, yeah. So even more in, for my opinion, of a endorsement. Because some of those damn leggings, you know, they're made for those tiny little women who, you know. Fucking- yeah, like my mom says, the minute you try to put them on, it's like firecrackers going off the scene. <laughs> 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 well, 
Well, this yeah. is uh yeah, this is not a tiny woman that uh that uh shared her um uh review of it. Yeah. yeah. Well. Well, uh, you know, if they're good leggings then. That's the only thing I can say because I you know, I I love wearing leggings and some of them are jacked. Yeah, some are some not meant for hardcore yeah. behavior. Or like, being out in the summertime, yeah, yeah. you know, the sun hitting your hot, your leg and yeah. it's burning up. And, you know, because, you know, you know what I'm saying. Well, maybe so, we both, maybe we both should get a pair and try we'll it. review them. Yeah, okay. I'll d- I'm down. You want to do it? I'll, Let's do it. Yeah, I'll Let's do, do it. it. Send we'll me the get, link. We'll get a pair. Yeah, and then yeah. and then uh, uh, after we've worn them a little bit, we'll give them our review. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I love Let's it. Let's do I it. Love it. Okay. Well, you got anything rapid fire you want to throw it at me just to no. it out? I feel like I kind of. No, that. that was good. No, I think I think uh, yeah, I think I'm good. I okay. think you know I, we've had a lot of annoying things that have happened um yep yeah i mean yeah. and, and it, was here a nice, we were, it was nice to end on, on a high note given all the fucking bullshit of yeah of well i remember right when we were talking about season two where we said we wanted to move away from you know doing these heavy heavy but we, but we can't we, right it's we like can't. It, the injustices of seeing it all is like all the time our, the privilege would be to walk away from it, but we can't. We can't. But we'll try to keep it a little bit more balanced because we got we real heavy to, during the, the. And we have to inform our listeners. Right. Like this is like something that is, you know, because it's still out there. Like we, we still, are fighting yeah, exactly. for for democracy. We are fighting. Right. Yeah. We have to let people know we can't yeah. stay silent. Exactly. And we can't pretend like nothing's really going we'll on. We'll just try there. to bring in some uh, scorpion legging stories to balance yeah. it out a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. All right, y'all. Well, thanks for listening. And uh, until next time, nos vemos. Adios. Daisy, Daisy, what's your safe word? What's your safe word, Daisy? <laughs>